Hey everyone, if you're enjoying the Once in Future Nerd, you might enjoy this show from our friends. Get ready for a new blend of superhero action and drama. Hey everybody, this is Lauren from Nerds on a Roll, part of the Spark Network. We're a bunch of superhero geeks playing Masks, A New Generation, a game all about social drama and the stress of being a teenager with superpowers. <coughs> Meanwhile, in Halcyon City... I don't pretend to be a hero. They pay a price for their powers. And I don't want to pay my loved ones my powers. I would gladly have given them back. But I have them now. I have to figure out something to do with them. Well, well, well. Look what the cat dragged back into the ring. Should have hung those gloves. I punch him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) When I'm free from this place, I'm going to break you like a twig. By the time I've let you out of that tube, you won't have the will to do so. You can find Nerds on a Roll wherever you get podcasts, and make sure to rate and subscribe. The Once and Future Nerd depends on listeners like you for funding and for spreading the word. If you enjoy the show, please tell a friend, leave us a rating or review on iTunes, and if you are able, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash onceandfuturenerd. You shall be rewarded. The Once and Future Nerd Book 2 Myth Made Flesh Chapter 3 Bridges Part 3 by Zach Glass, Ian Harkins and Christian T. Kelly Madeira You're all right, love. I'm alive, and I've you beside me. Oh, my love. I'm so, so, so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a tender and tearful moment when Gwen and Arlene could finally catch their collective breath in the camp near Freehold. My dear Gwen, you owe me no apology. I never should have left you on your own. If I ever thought you'd be in danger... You couldn't have possibly known. And you left to keep us safe, remember? But if I hadn't talked us into keeping him, this never would have happened. Yes. Well... Don't try and deny it for my sake. We can only decide things with what we know at the time. And and you were right about one thing at least. If we had left him behind, I don't know if I could have ever faced my reflection again. You have always kept me my kindest self. In a world that keeps showing us how cruel it is. Might make me a fool. We've made a choice. Together. Now we must make the best of it. Oh, as if on cue. Come, let us see if we can't find some fresh linens for him. Bryce Riverfell did not know why Brennan had requested his presence so urgently in the nondescript tent on the outskirts of his camp. As you were, Private. But given the substance of the previous night's conversation with Brennan, he assumed it was not for small talk. And as you know by now, there was much to fill him in on. Brennan and Regan did so as quickly as they could. Okay, so you're the High Queen. Damn right. On account of a bloodline back to Gunther that he planned to acknowledge, 
before Ardell had him killed. Just so. All right. Bryce knelt and bowed his head to Regan. You seem easily convinced and not convinced enough at the same time, somehow. All due respect, Your Grace. It sounds fucking daffy to me, but Sir Brennan would not lie about this. I'll take it, for now. And the Knights of the Wood are coming to kill you because you know that orc babies are just like our babies. That's right. Shit. We gotta get you out of here. You got a fortress and army, and you claim to believe us, and the best you got is we gotta leave? I'd do more if I could. If you wanted to and had any guts, you mean. Listen, I've got a ruined fortress and half an army, and to be perfectly honest, you can wave that baby in front of whoever you want. Everyone here to a man owes his life to Relotite in that last battle. Could they be persuaded? Some, maybe, but enough to make the difference in the next two hours? I wouldn't bet your life on it, that's for damn sure. Okay, maybe you're right, but that leaves me right back where I started. I understand the imposition, Bryce, but if there's anything you can... Got some gold socked away, and it's yours. Should be enough for passage on a ship. Keep the captain from asking too many questions. That's exceptionally generous of you. Consider us even. Besides, with the jewels we got from the battle, I doubt I'll miss it much anyway. That's appreciated, General. Unfortunately, I ain't seen too many sea captains out here in the middle of the fucking floodplains. No, but supplies go back and forth to Seahold every day by river barge. Meanwhile, in another tent nearby... You guys know how I feel. Yeah, we got it, Malcolm X. It's not not a fucking joke, man. Nelson, the elves are on their way here right now. We're not giving up if we live to fight another day. Jen is correct there. But I doubt fleeing right now will do you much good. The Tarlow he'll know you are with us, I'm afraid. There is nowhere you could get before they arrive where they will not find you all the more easily. So what then? That is what Her Majesty and Sir Brennan are trying to decide. Don't we get a say in it? Nia! Not this time, it seems. Brennan returned to his Queen's quarters with Nia and the three Pennsylvanians in tow. Thanks, Brennan. Take care of the other thing? Your will be done. Here's the plan. We're borrowing a river barge. And and by borrow, you mean? So little faith. Riverfell knows. If we were stealing it, I'd say we're relieving him of it. We'll take the barge east to the coast. That will leave us near Seahold. Yeah, I can read a map. No, it's it's only... I, I'm known in Seahold. I grew up there. It may be wise for me to disguise myself. Hang on, I'll get to that part. But from Seahold, it's north to Armstrongard by sea. At the mention of Armstrongard, Jen flicked her eyes towards Nia, hoping to catch her attention. But Nia was lost in her own thoughts. What's an Armstrongard? Ain't you been there? Sewer rats, horse shit, and cum, mostly. But it's where I know how to hide. And we need to hide. This should go without saying, but you don't tell a fucking soul where we're headed. As soon as it's safe to poke our heads out just a little bit, we start finding some rough-and-tumble, elf-patent sons of bitches whose swords are for sale, and we surround ourselves with as many of them as we can. I didn't know we were so loaded. Loaded? He means this all sounds expensive. We got the coin for the ship. The cell swords, we'll figure it out once we're Nomstring good. I imagine we'll be relieving a few people of their possessions. I'm open to suggestions. Here's the thing, though. Anywhere we go in this river, the barge will be pretty easy to see from the banks. Especially for elves. So we gotta hide while we're on the barge. Okay. It's... 
not going to be the comfiest trip you've ever taken. Just then, on the banks of the river, Sir Brennan was busy hoisting a blindfolded yellowing into a barrel, which until recently had held overripe cheese. I'm sorry for the indignity, Yellowine. Mind the shoulder. Mind the shoulder. Right. Sorry. We'll find you a proper physician soon as we can. I hope you understand why this all is necessary. Do I even dare ask where we're headed? In case I fall out and need to swim? Uh... Tell him he's going to a fuck-yourself falls. And if he complains, I'll kill his ass with a wine cork. Uh, Her Majesty declines to share that with you, per the agreed-upon terms of your surrender. Very well. We're ready, Sir Brennan. Have you gotten the milk? Nia is fetching it as we speak. Then we've all we need. I am sorry about this, my lady. It is for your own safety. I understand. Here, let me help you. The wee thing is terrified. But there's not for it, I'm afraid. It's all right. Give him to me. Young ladies be warned, hear what I tell Go not to the woods, to the wishing well Stay close to the path and do not stray For if you'll return I cannot say Back in Regan's tent Barrels Awesome Come on, really? I mean, the, the river barrels are, are maybe the best scene in The Hobbit and maybe the worst scene in The Hobbit movie, so there's a real range how this can go. We will need someone to steer the barge, though. Nose goes. Shot, not it. It's not too complicated. If we're about to hit a rock or something, you just turn the rudder the other way. It'll need to be someone pretty strong, though. And there's not much mistake in Brennan, even if we put a hood over him. So then... Now, dear listeners, when a party of adventurers is crammed into barrels aboard an essentially oversized raft on a quickening river, helmed only by their most cocksure member, any number of calamities might befall them. But none did, as it turns out. In fact, in spite of his so-called singing, Billy did quite admirably, his athlete's instinct serving him well. So we may safely turn our attention from that river and back to Redmore occupied Castle Gwernapal. The sun had already begun its slow and inevitable descent by the time the Bishop of the Castle came to the chambers currently occupied by Lord Ardell Redmore. Ardell and the head priest managed to startle one another as Ardell awoke from a dazed stupor. My, my apologies, my lord. I fright easily. Curse you, you buffoon. Why would you rouse me in the dead of the night? But tis past noon, my lord. What? You? And yet, sure enough, Ardell quelled his insults for the old man after he glanced towards the window. The noontime sun shone through the curtains. <sighs> Ardell tried to arise, but disturbed the several days' worth of papers strewn over his bed and person. I take a certain pleasure, I must admit, in telling you that Ardell had not been having an easy time of it in his new leadership position. I know that, of course, the best storytellers are those who can maintain a personal distance. That said, well, have you met Ardell Redmore? My lord, your subjects gather in the Great Hall for you. What? Are they riding? I'll have every one of their heads on a pike. Oh, goodness, no, my lord. 
Have they sided with the treacherous Mooncrests? With the Mooncrests, my lord! You doddering idiot, of course! I have reports of troop movements mustering on their end. There can be little doubt that they are preparing to march and biding their time until they can foment more chaos. Indeed, I have no doubt their spies are listening to us even now, even since my ascension. Uh, how would they have... Prior to my ascension, in fact. That would be vanishingly difficult for them to achieve, my lord. Well... When I said listening, I made quote marks in the air with my fingers. Didn't you see the quote marks I made in the air with my fingers? Apologies, my lord. May I sight oft fails me. I must have not have seen the quote marks you made in the air with your fingers. Why do the rabble claim they are here? My lord, it is customary for the lord of this keep to hear petitions from his subjects... One day each month. It is a tradition stretching back to the days of yore when I had only turned three score no. and... No, 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 you blithering idiot. An audience in public? The insurgents clearly wish to lure me out and attack. Undoubtedly, Julius Mooncrest has paid all these subjects, air quotes, to appear... Lord, with respect, these folk have worked this land for many years. There's not one among them not known by sight and name to at least one other among them. Mm, can't you treat with them? These peasants love their holy symbols, after all. Respectfully, my lord, what with the recent death of their king, peaceful be Gunther's rest... The bishop signed a circle around his heart with great earnestness. Ardell rolled his eyes. And then the tumult of the wedding. But a cold, sickly pit opened in Ardell's stomach at the thought of his sister. And now the looming threat of war. The populace is uneasy. What do I care if they are uneasy? Well, my lord... I have found that the peasantry must feel as if the world around them is well-ordered and under control if they are to do their work as normal. If they are not doing their work, then we shall flog them until they do. If you wish to catch bees, my lord, you may use honey or vinegar. Vinegar costs time and wastes good wine. Honey needs bees. And I forget where I was headed with this. Of course you did. Come now, my lord. Just one day this month. Then you may make sport or hide in the bushes. Whatever you wish, while the weather is still fair. Why would I hide in the bushes? Among the bushes, then. I've already sorted the petitioners for you. Oh, very well. If it means you'll badger me with such pedestrian chores no longer, summon the guards to escort me downstairs. It was yet another half hour before Lord Ardell managed to drag himself down to the Great Hall of the castle and another half hour still before the bishop completed the benediction that opened the meetings of the court. You know, the one we've heard Nia say in about 20 seconds. Show us the power!
is and that... grant us courage Are to you? walk it now and I... at the hour of our deaths amen amen and also with you the court is now in session let those with grievances or petitions come before the Honourable Ardell of House Redmore, Lord Regent of this keep and of all the human realms. But Lord Redmore clearly had no interest in appearing receptive. He sat with his arms crossed and made little effort to conceal his nervous fidgeting and darting eyes during the lengthy prayer. Let John Butcher, the baker, step forwards. The baker's called Butcher? Yes, my lord. His father was a butcher, but his uncle was a baker. It was a whole to-do. Bit dodgy of him, don't you think? Very well, come forward. Well? My lord, a fire has consumed my bake shop. I'm penniless. Well, then, I suggest you sell more toast and stop wasting our time. Next! Thank you, my lord. Let the two mothers step forwards. My lord Ardell, this woman claims to be the mother of my child. It is not so, my lord Ardell, for babe is mine. And she is a lying harlot. She is the liar. I don't suppose you've ever tried cutting the baby in half with, say, an axe or a saw? Sharing it that way, have you? Tis a fair judgment. I will accept those terms. What? Never, my lord. I would rather let this woman have the whole child than to tear my babe asunder. Methinks the tall one does lie, my lord. Yes, of course she's lying, you idiot. The child is the short one's. Thank you for your wisdom, my lord. I have to ask, why would you ever agree to that? I know you're lying and all and don't care about the child, but what even was your end game? What would you ever hope to gain with half a child? Well, I... I um... You fascinate me. Uh, put her in the stocks for a week. You'll pay for this, Elga, you will. The stocks? For trying to steal my child? With respect, my lord, she should hang. Two weeks in the stocks for the tall one for trying to steal the baby. One week for the short one for what? questioning my judgment. And one hour for the baby for causing such a nuisance out of my sight. Next! Let the spokeswoman of the farmers step forward. My lord, there's a shortage in our grain stores. Now, we understand, of course, that taxes gotta be higher in wartime, and we're paid every ounce, never late. You can ask your collectors. Only, we lost a few fields to the rains last spring, and if this winter's as bad as the astronomers predict, our families ain't gonna have enough to eat themselves. The proverbial game fowl with clipped wings, don't you think, my lord? You may leave this day a hero to the peasantry yet. Mm, yes, yes, indeed, you're right. Ardell sat up straight and did his best to look regal. Well, this castle keeps its stores well provisioned for such cases, sergeant in arms. Go with this woman and fetch however much grain she thinks she needs. And yet, nobody moved. The guards shot glances at one another. 
What are you waiting for? Uh, my lord. Yes, speak up. The surplus grain is in the eastern storehouse, my lord. This prompted a few concerned murmurs from the handful of servants truly in the know. I don't care where it is. Go and get it. No one really goes there anymore, my lord. Well, if you don't start by the time I count five, you'll be hanged for insubordination. One. My lord, it is haunted. Wait, what, what did you say? Everyone who's been there of late speaks of a phantom, a, a spectre, my lord. <laughs> is this some sort of joke? There are no such things as phantoms or spectres. There are only spies and saboteurs and soldiers who are too afraid of their own shadows to keep this castle secure. Guards, take this man away and hang him for cowardice. But, my lord... Hear me well, all of you. House Redmore is a proud and mighty house. We will not suffer soldiers who refuse to protect our subjects because they are afraid of the dark, nor will we be made to look ridiculous by enemy agents and spies. Men-at-arms, assemble a team to inspect the granary immediately or suffer the same fate as your sergeant. My lord, perhaps you should be the one I'll to... be in my chambers awaiting a report. And with that, Ardell Redmore beat a hasty retreat. These hearings are now concluded. Oh, shut up, you... It was a significant detour for Relotite and her retainers all the way back to River Bloodlands, yet the storm in the mountains had made the rivers impassable anywhere nearer. And though I am loath to ascribe anything resembling heroism to the cruel elf general, it was valiant how she rode through excruciating pain, legs splinted and tied to her horse, as she staved off shock through practiced meditation. Hail up there! I say hell up there! Who? Who goes there? Do you not know our banners, you idiot? We are the Knights of the Wood! We are not here to visit, you imbecile. We need to cross the river. Now lower the drawbridge in the name of the Concordat. Well, go and fetch him quickly. Oh, hello! Message for you, Tide. Message? Has the seal of the High Council on it. Give it here, then. To Relotite, Lord Commander of the Talohil. You are owed congratulations for your skillful destruction of the latest Orkish invasion. However, we have also become aware of some very troubling oversights in the wake of said battle. Given your exemplary service record, we're confident that there is some palatable explanation for these mishappenings. But I'm afraid the Council must hear this explanation from you in person as soon as you are able to return to the White Forest. Oh, grant me strength. I'm sure you'll agree that maintaining our control over critical assets must be of the utmost priority. Yours very sincerely, Batloil, trustee of the High Council of the White Forest. Gods damn it all. Bureaucratic buffoons will be the ruin of us all. Major Zakad. Yes, Taid. It seems I must return to the White Forest at once. 
Use this boy's pigeons and summon the rest of the battalion. Oh, this is just like Ash that sings when- Shut up. Major, as soon as these slack-jawed yokels lower this bridge, you're to take a small detachment to Freehold. Question General Riverfell and find out what he's seen and heard. Have the lieutenants lead patrols around Freehold and search for this accursed traveling party. Set up checkpoints along the river downstream of Freehold. As many as you can without spreading the patrols too thin. Yes, Taid. And if Riverfell has heard aught he shouldn't have... You must learn who knows what. Any men yet who've seen or heard of this Orkling child must be quarantined as though they've a deadly fever. Do you understand? It shall be done, Taid. You, you, you and you. On me. Keep up. Yeah. You know, Major, this is just like Gale of Wards when Jan Winners is bitten by a warg on the full moon. I was gonna read that, you little shit. Once and Future Nerd is directed by Christian T. Kelly Madeira. It is created and executive produced by Zach Glass and Christian T. Kelly Madeira, and co-executive produced by Jess Kelly Madeira. Associate producers are Ryan Cushman, Alex Story, and Michael Zentz. It is performed by... Rhiannon Angel. Garrett Arman. Dan Dobransky. Anya Gibeon. Ian Hawkins. Shannon Harris. Paul Notis. Juliet Prather. Frank Quares. Julie Reed. Gregory M. Schultz. Guest appearance by Owen McEwen. Production audio recording by Jared Paul. Editing by Josh Perot. Post-production mixing and sound design by Dylan Garrity. Tom Lee is our musical director and lead composer, with additional scoring by Chris Montalbo. For more, visit onceinfuturenerd.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, or Reddit.